0: You are listening to the Photo Bomb Podcast with the world's greatest photographers, Boo Ray and Gary.
1: Welcome to the Photo Bomb Podcast. My name is Boo Ray Perry, and joining me as always is Gary Hughes. Hey, man. And we have a guest sitting in on the, the show. The
0: most special of guests today. <laughs> uh, would you like to uh, inform the crowd? Of- we'll, we'll give it a little backstory. All right. Okay. So, um, if, you, if you are familiar at all and you're involved in the world of the Professional Photographers of America, because we are broadcasting from my hotel room in the Grand Hyatt in San Antonio at Imaging USA 2017. But if, you know, if you're involved at PPA at all, you know a man named Burt Benke. He's a past president of PPA. He's a, he founded PPA Charities. He's a big name in this, in this organization, and everybody loves him. I can't believe we got him here. Yeah, no. Wrong Benke. That's his dad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, we couldn't I get Bert. I know what I'm saying. We couldn't get <laughs> Bert. instead of Bert, Al Benke is here. And let me tell you why I bring Bert. Ladies out. and gentlemen, Jerry Lewis Jr. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I met Bert Benke, we were chatting and he goes, you have got to meet my son Al. You guys are going to get along. Right. And that planted the seed of this incredible bromance that we have going on ah. me and Al and the funny thing is when we met each other it was like a double take you know that scene in I Love Lucy when she see they're dressed the same and they, they pretend they're, they're in a mirror like move ahead yeah, like, Harpo Marx Lucy and Harpo yeah we did the Harpo Marx bit me and Al because we have pretty much the same haircut the same right. beard we both dress pretty much the same wow you know it didn't really I mean, hit me close. until right yeah. now I'm looking right right. at you right now and you're both wearing plaid shirts plaid sleeves rolled up Beards, yeah. yeah. So it turns out, not only um, and Al and I don't want to bring this up, buddy, but no, absolutely. Um, Al is not a tall man. He's a he's I'm a, not. No, he's a short, he's short just... man. But that's we've been okay. keeping it from him yeah. <laughs> Thirty eight years, I never knew. I it's never like knew. In, in the jerk, and when they, when she tells Steve Martin, he's not black. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> no. So Al and I met, and not only do we dress alike, we. Like all the same stuff, but Al's like a miniature version of me, or I'm a large version of Al, depending. So either way, here's we're like a out.
1: supersized version. I'm mean, a super
0: Al, big, and you're fun size. I,
1: I'll take is that. that I'll take that. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. If you're, if you're,
0: going to I mean, you're analogy, gonna go continue the analogy, I don't
1: think you want to take that analogy. Is my point because that makes <laughs> you fun size. I don't think you want to be. Every fun
0: size. time somebody is, is like sees me and Al together, and they notice for the first time how much alike we are, they they, they say like, "Oh yeah, you're just like a big and little version of the same mm-hmm. thing." And then Al's favorite joke is. I'm basically just what happens when you leave Gary Hughes in the dryer for too long. Oh. That's the joke. Pretty okay. much. And it happens every... He thinks it's funny. I think it's really it's, stupid. It's a, it's a horrible joke, <laughs> it's but that doesn't mean I'm not going to so. tell it. Yeah. It still gets yeah. the laughs. I'm going to go
1: with your assessment
0: on that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a, cool, it's it's a horrible joke. So also in the room, sitting silently in the back, we have Savannah Butler, <laughs> our go-to girl Friday, and she is never going to say a word, right? No, she's just And I bring Savannah... It's I'm, interesting that
1: Savannah was also in the room, in the last time we did a, a hotel room Podcast In Vegas
0: And you no one knew She was in the room In
1: that one either Same Right well
0: she's not She is the ultimate Like support person If you need it It's there She's that person And so we were at Denny's Having breakfast And I have this This thing with Denny's coffee mugs Because they're They're great coffee mugs Because they're really durable Right And uh, they, they'll last forever And everyone should have A Denny's coffee mug The thing is that um, When I was 20 years old I went on this epic Road trip of the southeast With my big sister Morgan and we ate at a Denny's, and we were both so dirt poor. I'm like, this is a really nice mug, and my sister's like, I'm taking that mug, and she <laughs> stole the mug. And I had that mug for years, and it got lost in a move. And I've always wanted a Denny's coffee mug ever since because I missed that mug. I was looking at, and I haven't eaten De- at Denny's in years. And look at the mug. I go, that's a nice mug, Bure, Will you steal this mug for me? He goes, I am not going to do that. I'm not stealing a mug. And Savvy goes, I got it. Like no Man. question. She literally. And so here I sit with my stolen Denny's coffee mug. Right here, so somebody call the police.
1: <laughs> well, I, th- I think that the uh, uh, the standard for a good assistant is their willingness to commit grand. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs>
0: right. So uh, we're at Imaging USA. Uh, we're mm-hmm. having. If you if you notice, um, I'm a little hoarse today. Right. I'm As am I. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling a little hoarse, but not too bad. I'm I'm on the I'm on the mend. I'm we good. had Alan Gary's fun karaoke dance party last night. Because we went to... Well, this started back with friend of the show, Pete Wright. When we went to the FPP convention, and you were there, Mm -hmm. obviously, Boo, you remember. We went to a karaoke place that was near the convention one night. And there are two main types of karaoke you can do in this country. One is like American Bar Karaoke. You go to a bar, there's a stage, and you get up and you sing for everybody that's in the bar. Right. There is also like... Asian karaoke, like Korean, Japanese-style karaoke, where you go to the karaoke place and they have a private room, so you, you just sing with the people that you came with. And so if you got a big group of people and they give you a big room and they bring you drinks, and we did that in Florida, and ever since we did it, we had such a good time. Pete Wright has been bugging me every time we see each other <laughs> to do it again, and every time I see him, he's like, when are we doing karaoke? <laughs> and then he's talking to Al a few weeks ago, and Al's like, or he, Al's like I love karaoke. And he's like, you, me, Gary, karaoke. And he's been bringing up every time I talk to him ever since. So finally, yesterday, he's coming out of the trade show because he works for Canon, And he goes, karaoke tonight? I go, you bet your sweet ass we're doing karaoke tonight. So we went, and it ended up like, it started with five people. And then it snowballed into, like, nine people, then 12 people, and by the time we were done, we had 20 people wow. stuffed into this room, and we sing karaoke till 2 in the morning, and so we're all, like, completely hoarse. Completely shot. Some Volcano of the shot. people in that room have to give a presentation Yeah, and in Imaging USA, yes. who shall it. not be named. Good luck to all of you on that. Oh, uh, yeah, it was it was a pretty rad night. It, it was, was a great night. It, the guys from Pro Media Gear, those those crazy Polish monsters, they yeah. were amazing. They were they insane. Were, we had so much fun, but, uh, so we're a little hoarse today, but Imaging bit. USA's been a, been a good time here in San Antonio. Antonio. Have you seen any classes, Bill? I did. I, I made the point to actually... Uh, no, not
1: really so much. I mean, I saw Yeah, I, saw two. I made the point not to see any classes. <laughs> I saw two, and then this morning I saw most of a third, and then was going to go see a fourth, but you and I had to go and intro Randy Van Dyne. We did, which was... How'd that go? Really well. Yeah. It was so part... perfect.
0: <laughs> it was so perfect
1: because we, it was his architectural class. Right. So we went and introd him by singing the Randy Van Dynen song. Of course. Riding on a Unicorn.
0: The best part is that no one in the room knew what the yeah. heck was
1: going and on. And they're, and they're all like 55 year old architectural photographers. Right. 10 a.m. looking at us going, Who the hell are these guys and why are they singing about <laughs> unicorns and robots? And it completely landed like just, just flat, <laughs> just flat. Like not a single person in the room. Like, uh, are we supposed to clap? I don't know. And that was the best part of it. The we, best part is right. that it
0: went completely. And dead. we you know, we,
1: and we came off stage like conquering heroes. You know, like yeah, like it was and so much. No
0: one... Chariots of fire, high fives. Yes. I love it. And and the room was dead silent. Dead silent. <laughs> it was awesome. It was so good. And I, I prefer how it happened to if we had gotten a standing ovation. Yes. I prefer that no one knew what was going on. Oh, I think on. that's yes. the. Bure even prefaced it with like, "Well, I'm well, Ray, Ray tr- Perry, and this is Gary Hughes, and we do a podcast called." The, and then went through, and then he explained that right. Randy's other area of work is he does his conceptual composite photography. He right. explained the whole thing. And then we did it, and crickets. And still fails. <laughs> still fails. <laughs>
1: Total crickets. <laughs> which, I, and which now, looking back, I really wish I just hadn't peps at all. I wish we had just walked up and said, Good evening, everybody. <laughs> Randy Mann, Vend- Vend- I just Vend- gone right Vend- into Vend- <laughs> and then said, "Thank you," and walked off. And just you know, just laid oh. it out there and walked off. It re- that really would have been perfect. Leave him
0: wanting more. Man, I would have paid less. Good money to see that. <laughs> I, think,
1: I think less is. I think less is what we're about. <laughs> I actually have a. I actually have a story. Okay. Uh, that I I've been waiting uh, to share here. That we
0: were walking down the hallway to the room, and Blu Ray's like, "We have to stop talking now because we're wasting good material." Yes, we were wasting good
1: material. But wait, oh, before we get to that, uh, I do want to talk briefly about the. Um, Hughes vacation and hotel room policy. Oh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have. This is actually one of two bathroom things I want to talk about. Okay, but let's
1: talk. Let's talk about the policy that I uh, became a part of today for the first time. So we're walking
0: back from Denny's, and I I don't know if you've ever done a lot of drinking the night before, and then pounded like a moons over my hammy with extra bacon on it, Mm. and like a pound of hash browns. Walking back from the from from Denny's to come back to the Hyatt, and I'm like.
1: Gurgle, gurgle,
0: gurgle. <laughs> like it's at that rumble. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, Okay, well, there's a there's an event about to happen and if I don't get to a bathroom soon it's going to happen in my pants. And so we're walking into the lobby and I realized we're about to go upstairs and record a podcast in my hotel room where if I go destroy that bathroom, we're all gonna be sitting around in my state for
1: an hour. Nice little stew. <laughs>
0: I'm like, I'm like, I want to hit the bathroom down here. I'll meet you upstairs. He goes, No, I gotta, I gotta go too. And then I, I the policy, of the family, we travel so much. This is, this, this is the part that gets me. We, stay, the policy, the family. We stay in family. so many times. Our family policy, this agreement I have with Julia is, it's like, Daddy goes number two in the hotel lobby. I like <laughs> it's this too. Yeah. It's a <laughs> solid plan. He does not take a
1: dump in his own hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> if he has to use a bathroom, he has to go number two. He goes out. If you're, you really, like, I could ask Gary anybody. I'm like, Albuquerque, New York. Uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, the Hyatt, and he'll be like, "Yeah, bathroom is in the lobby, off the right hand side." He knows where the (laughs) lobby bathroom is at every hotel in America. Well,
0: and I also judge like, do they have hand towels or hand dryers? Because he knows, because he never uses
1: the bathroom in his own in his own (laughs) hotel room, not for number two. Which brings us to the next question: How bad is your ass? (laughs) <laughs> that you cannot use the bathroom yeah. in, the same, yeah. <laughs> in the same vicinity as your family.
0: Well, it's, Child it's,
1: Protective Services, but, has, actually, there's a restraining order. Oh, it absolutely. Goes, they're coming to take it. Away goes, ba- some it some goes point.
0: back to Julie and I have a policy, right? My dad gave me this advice, and this is actually kind of good advice. And so my dad gave me this advice um, a long time ago about relationships. And it was like, he said, relationships have a currency. And that currency has value. So if you do all, if you do things in your relationship that devalues the currency, it can hurt your marriage. It can hurt your relationship. So like, my parents, they change in separate rooms. They use separate bathrooms. Like all of the like the the, uh, the daily ablutions, they don't like get dressed in front of each other right. or shower in front of each other. They're right. like when you know when it comes to marital stuff, they try to keep that. Valuable, you know. They try to make that still special, That's, that's I mean, that mystery, right? They on like, a
1: serious note, there's there's some there is some merit to that, right? And so when I got married, Bobby said to me, "Hey, you know, um, maybe let's not do the thing where we take a dump in front of each other." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and then a week later, she was like, "Yeah, taking a dump. Come in here. I need to talk to you about that." I'm like, "I thought we weren't going to do this."
0: <laughs> See, that's the thing. Is like, how do you go like how do, when when your wife comes to you and goes, you know. Uh, uh, you just don't look at me the same anymore because <laughs> five minutes ago I watched you pinch off a loaf that would sink the Titanic yeah. and now you want me and now you want me to look at you that with, gone. with lust in yeah. my eyes <laughs> it's like, I've seen you sitting on the toilet like That's I watched right. you shave your legs and so we don't do any of that stuff yeah. and it seems I like went in the bad thing there was a baby arm floating around there <laughs> <laughs> and I'm supposed, to, and
1: I'm supposed to get worked up. Did someone yeah.
0: try to shove a redwood down the toilet? What is happening? Yeah. And so no, uh, there's a lot to be done. I, really I know, I know. It point. sounds really dumb. No, I don't think it is dumb at all. But like, this is one of the reasons why we don't use the bathroom in front of each other. We don't shower in front of each other. And it's not like we're not allowed to do it. And we never have ever done it. But we really try not to do that. Because Wait, but for
1: like, the record my wife showers in front of me that's not going to make me want to have sex less <laughs> it, is, it, it, it <laughs> is
0: when one leg is yeah. out on the thing that's and they're shaving yeah. their inner thigh and, uh, yeah, that's, that's an angle true. I don't need that's you know? not so bad that's, yeah, <laughs> that's
1: not so, so good
0: yeah. it's yeah. like I don't like when you go into a, a, a bathroom where a woman does her daily stuff There's a lot of products that I don't want to know about. There's like cotton balls that look like they've seen some hard times. (laughs) I don't know what they're about. Like there's like little Q-tips all over the place. Like I just like it's just I know it's it may seem dumb to some people, but that's just how we roll. And so you know, and we always have this um, this thing when I have to. So stupid, we're talking about my poop still for like ten minutes straight. But when I have to go number two, we have this courtesy. I don't go, honey. I gotta fire off a missile. Do you, you know, <laughs> I, I literally I go, hey, honey. Do you need to use the bathroom? And then she knows that's our code word for if you need to go. Go now. You should go now because <laughs> what I'm about to do is going to be declared a national emergency. The governor of Florida just called and said no one's allowed in or out of our house. The police are taking off the door. <laughs> People in hazmat suits in our yard. I like that you
1: said that there are cotton balls yeah. that have seen some hard times. Exactly, like they're like they're recidivist <clears throat> in prison, and it's not their fault. They came from a bad home, Gary. Those <laughs> cotton balls, you know. They, 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 they,
0: they've I, seen I, some things. I know you want to,
1: I know you want to pun, punish that guy who keeps shoplifting. But he came from a that cotton ball yeah. came from a bad home. That like, cotton ball. I, has why seen is my hard trash can
0: always filled with cotton balls yeah. that look like they just got out of Auschwitz? They've seen some hard times. <laughs> these are some messed up cotton
1: balls Oh my God! Wait, I have. Wait. Somebody was saying we were at, we were at a crap. We were at a beer place the other yeah. night. And they were, and they, or something, and they were saying, "Well, it's a Russian, it's a Russian-inspired beer." Yeah. And my mind immediately starts trying to think of what would be a clever Let's name try to make or a pun, pun yeah. for Russian-inspired beer, and I only came up with a German-inspired beer, but that doesn't work because all beer is German. Pretty much, yeah. They're the masters of it. But if that wasn't the case, if you had said German-inspired beer and it was odd, like Russian, then I would have said, "What's it called?" Auschlitz? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, first and that past, would be so great. I want to apologize to any of our listeners who happen to be of German descent or in Germany. Bure is a monster. Here's the
1: problem, though, because because th- here's what you do. In your head, you're running through Slitz, Budweiser, Miller. Pabst. And you're Pabst. thinking of words that can rhyme mm-hmm. with that that you can fill in. And all I could come I'm like, okay, and that was the only one I could come up with. <laughs> Russian. Give me a Russian word okay. that you could substitute Miller or Slitz or Pabst or something into. and it Oh, I like, got it. Borscht light. Borscht, <laughs>
0: like uh, there you go. Borscht, there you go. very nice. Ding, 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 ding. See, Now, Whir. if I
1: had thought of that, <laughs> then the then the obvious... <laughs> Then the obvious slur against the entire German people that I just delivered would have been saved, <laughs> if I had thought of that.
0: If you were only as clever as me. So I have another bathroom story that happened. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. <laughs> the first day of convention. <laughs> so I walk into the convention center, and the first thing I'm doing, I'm telling you what, I'm lining up everything. There's where I'm going to get my coffee. That's the bathroom. And I always try to find, whenever I like go to the movies, let's say I get out of the movie, and you know how movie theaters are always this side and that side. Theaters 7 through 12 are over here and whatever. And so I get out of my movie, and then I walk to the other side of the theater, and I go to the bathroom on the side where a movie didn't just get out, and I have to wait in line. So I'm always looking for, like, the least used bathroom. It's, like, just a mental thing for me. I know that thousands of people use that bathroom, no matter which one I use, but in my mind, I don't want to sit down on a toilet seat and have it still be warm from the last person that was (laughs) on it. So I go over, and there is a nice little bathroom right at the entrance of the convention center, and one of them is a... uh, a family restroom. So you got men's, ladies, and then you got the family restroom, which is a single-person bathroom, but it's got a changing table for babies and stuff. So I always report back to Julie when I find the changing table. I said, hey, you know, if we need to change alley, this is where the changing table is. So there's a lot of stuff going on in my head about bathrooms today. But, so I walk in the convention center. I sight up where the bathrooms are. I run into my buddy Fonzie Munoz, right? cool guy, great photographer from Texas. And so we're talking, and um, I, go, I leave to go to the restroom. I leave Julie and Fonzie talking. I come back. I go, Fonzie, you have to use this bathroom (laughs) right like I found the nicest bathroom in the convention because you go in they're piping music in it's a single serving bathroom you've got toilet seat covers it's immaculate there's like really nice hand towels like Mm -hmm. good quality hand towels and stuff a really really nice
1: public bathroom is one of those things like yeah you stay like in a nice hotel a really nice bathroom is a treat it's a joy (laughs) It's a misfit for the world.
0: <laughs> I love, I love that we're we're here at the one of the largest photography conventions on our photography podcast, and we're just talking about toilet paper. <laughs> <And> I do. <laughs> and
1: so, oh, last night leaving a party, there was a guy leaving the party carrying one of those industrial rolls of toilet of paper, toilet you know, giant really? roll of it. He was just <laughs> carrying it like leaving the party, and Bobby was like, "What are you doing with that? Never know when you're gonna need it." <laughs> that, that was it. Like that was perfectly normal. That he would just take this giant roll of toilet He also beer. takes
0: ketchup and mayonnaise packets from McDonald's when he go to coffee in the morning. So I get out of the bathroom and I go back and tell Fonzie about the bathroom, and he's looking at me like I'm insane. Like I'm going, I'm gushing, I'm, I'm waxing poetically about how great this bathroom is. And I go, no, listen. I said, you use that next. I'm going to use the bathroom. Go and use that bathroom, and then I want you to let me know that I'm not right. <laughs> Right. So at about two o'clock that day, a message pops up on my phone. And it's like you were totally right about the bathroom—the <laughs> best bathroom I've ever been or in. It's like, that bathroom was really nice. <laughs> so um, I had a story. Yeah, you have a story.
1: So last night was the uh, the GIA awards, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so if, uh, here at the convention, um, we have the international photographic competition where you get your merits and you get your loans. And then images that go loan are eligible for the G Awards, and the G Awards are the big the awards. Grand Imaging give, uh, the grand Awards. Grand Imaging Jeez. Awards, and they give them out in a variety of categories: best pet, best woman on a rock, best whatever the <laughs> categories are.
0: And um, best photograph of a German beer. <laughs> so
1: yeah, so I was uh, so I was the announcer for the G Awards because they were they, every year they hire some local yeah. uh, announcer. The 2017
0: G Awards brought to you by Kleenex. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. exactly yeah. right. <laughs> uh,
1: so. Um, They hired some local announcer To be the announcer And then this year They were like Well wait a minute Why don't we just get Be ready to do it So I'm like okay So um, Because you got that radio We go to Yeah so we go to the rehearsal That is golden Golden. So we go to the rehearsal And uh, we do the rehearsal And at the rehearsal Everybody's got their scripts But the names are all blacked out Mm -hmm. But my script The names are not blacked out So I know everything in advance Who's winning Because I've got to get Pronunciation on all the names Right Right. So we do the rehearsal We do the walkthrough So then we go to grab A little bite to eat Right so we're grabbing a little bite to eat, we're going right back in an hour for the whole big event. And a woman, fellow photographer who uh, who I know, comes in. Uh, her name is Barbara Brightma- uh, Breitmaster or Brightmaster. Brightmaster. Brightsometer. What? Brightsometer. Brightsometer. Thank you. Uh, so Barbara comes in, and if you all know Barbara, mm-hmm. uh, she's been having some health problems. She's got one of those rolling walker things right now, sure. uh, and she has several images that were in the GIA in competition. Mm-hmm. And she comes in with her walker, you know, and and she, oh, how are you guys doing? And we're like, we're fine. And everything's going on and um, I had just looked at the script and I knew that in the pet category she wins first and second mm-hmm. and that the grand imaging award the highest award the best image of the entire year was her first place pet image right. send in the clowns that's going to win it and she walks over and she's you know, and she's like, how, you know, we're like how are you doing how have you been and she's like oh well you know I've had a problem with this and a problem with that but, but you know uh, today's a good day I'm having a good day and i'm thinking you have you
0: are no right idea. idea you were about to have a hell of a you day. have
1: no idea it was so great i am just like oh, it's great and i'm just thinking you had, in an hour you're going to have the best day you've ever had it was just it was just wonderful he was
0: you okay. was totally Kristen Whig uh, i'm sorry i love that oh <laughs> God. God. That's, exactly was. that's exactly what it was i was like oh all right. and, let me tell you, and
1: then when she did, I mean, the house went nuts. She's crying. It's like a she thousand people watching, and yeah. oh, it's, it's, it it's in a big yeah. grand theater, and it was just fantastic. To the point where the next time I had to talk
0: on the microphone, I was teared up so bad I flubbed it. I call. I heard. I was. People were talking about it this morning. That that. So many people in the audience were in tears. People yes. who didn't even know her were yes. just because it was, right. she was. It was such an emotional thing. Yeah, right. and I and I flubbed it, and the, I cu- And I
1: actually said on the microphone, "It's hard to do this job when you're crying." And Aww. the audience laughed. You know, and, the, you know, and the audience, you know, it was great. It's it's so but tender. I know. Yeah, it's really it tender. Very tender. Very tender. Great. Tender.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> tender hearted. Well, you know,
1: I didn't <laughs> have an image. Rubs. I didn't have an image in the category. If I'd had an image in the category and she had beat me, well, then screw that old lady. But. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I think we, this I think, one's
0: not going to make it to air. I think, we, I think
1: we all know that I would never in a million years have an image that was eligible for eligible Yeah, like for there's a no danger of
0: you being eligible <laughs> that's why, for a That's overall. why that's
1: a joke. Maybe you don't know that about me, but oh, yeah. I will never have an image that's eligible for a Gia. So that's a, so <laughs> so everyone knows that's a joke.
0: Everybody and their mother was apparently at breakfast at Denny's this morning, right? Yes, they were. So we're like, we go in there, and I'm running to you on the way in, and it's me and Bure, yep. Savannah, Julie, my wife, and Ellie, our daughter. And everybody it seems like there's a wait. The whole half of the restaurant is empty, but they only have, like, two servers on. So they can't even – they don't even have the staff to sit everybody down. Right. You know? Um, But we go in there. We're having breakfast. And as we're getting served – and we actually got really great service – but uh, Rob Beam walks in with his wife, who is the incoming – he's going to be president of PPA as of this year. Yep. So he's a vice president now. And he comes in, and he sits down. He's listening to Ray and I. We're going on a rant about photographic competition. Yeah. Like just saying everything that's wrong with PPA and everything that's wrong with competition. <laughs> and then like – From the love. From the from love. From the love. Well, of course. And, yeah, it's yeah, of like, course. Always. <clears throat> and so um, – and Rob's sitting right there, and he turns around, and then he gets in the conversation, and I'm looking at Boomerang, knowing how he goes off about stuff like this, and now he has somebody new to unload on. And I'm like somebody who actually has influence, absolutely, other than
1: my wife, who's normally who I'm unloading on, <laughs> and she doesn't you know, even she has no understand how it works and doesn't want to right. understand it. How right. works. And we're driving, and I'm going, and you know what? It's silly that they did. Is y'all okay? He's like, Here comes the phone, the text. <laughs> so, yes, so, yes, baby. <laughs> Yeah,
0: that's so totally So Rob, is. He, he turns around, and I think, oh, Rob, you just made a huge mistake. Yes, he did. And he goes, you know what, Berea, that's a good idea. You should send me an email. I go, no! no. I was like, pull up! Pull up! <laughs> yeah, pull up. Don't that... open that door. Have you not read, <laughs> <laughs> have you not read his 400-page manifesto about competition? You you, you joke. Just... But
1: I do have a two-page document sitting in Evernote where I have written up in detail the four things that I think need to be changed
0: about image competition. <laughs> and as Yes, Rob had no idea what he just did. Yeah, he had on. no idea. No. So now I hope I hope to God that you don't actually have his phone number. Because oh, I would never do it. <laughs> Listen,
1: just just doing that to him yeah. was was extremely. I was really pushing it because I, I. But I know you don't want to go rant to those guys. They don't need to hear it from me. You know, I do it behind the scenes. I rant to guys like you guys and I hope maybe we, you guys kind of dis- disseminate it out. Spider and then eventually, eventually I hear a year or two later, yeah. hey, you know, we're going to start having wedding photographers actually judge the wedding category. And I'm like, yeah, I was talking about that this nice year. <laughs> yeah, what a novel idea.
0: Well, you know, yeah. the thing is we talked about this, too, with Rob, is that everybody inside of it, all the judges and the people on the committees who make the decisions for mm-hmm. the rules and all that stuff, and there's been some changes to the rules this year, Everybody is a volunteer and everybody really cares about it. And if, if there aren't us people in it, being critical of it, then nothing is going to change no. because it's going to have to be tweaked from time to time. Right. So we're talking about changes because we're inside and because we love it, not because we think it's stupid. Like it's what they say like, democracy is the worst form of government except, except for, for all, for all, all, the, all others. the others. So <clears throat> that's what we say about uh, IPC. Is like it's the worst competition except for every other competition. You know? <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, it's all from a place. Oh, to it's place.
1: like or, or these the, the, the judges they're my brothers. I can talk smack about them and criticize them, but don't Absolutely.
0: you dare do it. Absolutely. <laughs> no, you dare touch. I'll I'll kill you if you if you try. <laughs> and come after my competition. My thought, and poor Rob and his wife, like they got when they snuck out of the convention to go get a little quiet yeah. breakfast together. And, and the that. whole time, and they're just getting, <laughs> uh, he, poor Rob, he's, he's even turned around talking to us, ignoring his poor wife. And uh, here's another thing, how can uh, I not consider a degree of And I'll tell you something else. <laughs> so, <right>. Hurricane <laughs> boot made. Yeah. On, real quick.
1: I, I was in the wizard state. <laughs> yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't go full wizard state because there's a good two no. or three points I
0: didn't make. You did not and assume your ultimate right now, form. I'm going to make right now yeah. if you
1: could just sit back. For a second,
0: yeah, it, but uh, it was okay. They but, were very gracious to be railed at for like an hour, and while and he's sitting there like eating his moons over my hand, right. while while turned around talking to us, I'm like, but you know what? I, was, I told him on the way out. I said, Rob, you're gonna, you're gonna be the PPA president in this next year. I said, you're never gonna have a moment at, at Imaging USA where somebody's not gonna want your attention. Well,
1: the thing that was great for me uh-huh. is that you know I'm always ranting, and and people always they listen to the rant, and then they go. Mm-hmm. You know <laughs> but with Rob, <clears throat> who shoots weddings, yeah, you know, he was like, "Yeah, a sparkler exit is like the hardest thing that you will shoot at a wedding." Yeah. And I'm like, "Yes, and you should be able to merit with it because it's the hardest thing." And yeah. he's like, "Yeah, like, thank you." That's all. I mean, I know you can't change the competition or whatever, but at least I know that somebody out there somebody up there understands that we are kind of not really getting the credit, I think, that we deserve uh, for the degree of difficulty of what we do. So uh, are we going to talk about <clears throat> the elephant in the room or, the, or the,
0: the longhorn steer in the room? I was
1: going to say, we absolutely... I, I say we're, we're going to talk about the longhorn steer and then we're going to
0: wrap this up. Yeah, episode. that'll be it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the longhorn steer in the room. Let's first of all preface this Is with okay. a lot of tender, loving care. Absolutely. Okay? Because now in the trade show... The the this event no convention like this happens without the vendors putting up a lot of cash Absolutely. and making it happen and making it good for the attendees. I buy something every
1: year. Yeah. I make it a point to find something if I can't. I mean, I find something to buy because right. I want the vendors to right. be rewarded. You want to for show the vendors some love. So
0: so um at, at a lot of the the affiliate schools buy booths in the trade show at Imaging USA because it's like hundreds and hundreds of booths, thousands and thousands of square feet. Of a massive, massive trade show. And Texas School of Photography out of Texas, which is the, unarguably, the best affiliate school sure. in the country. Because they get like a 1,000 people every year. They give away crazy prizes. They get the best instructors. And everybody who goes to Texas School will tell you up and down that this is the best thing to do all year for your photographic kitchen. You. The best affiliate school. So they have this reputation being kind of wild and crazy like it's texas like they go they, they go bigger they go home right well, i know you've got some some feelings about texas yeah. i mean you're well my favorite joke is um and it works with several different things how do you know if someone's from texas i don't know don't worry they'll tell you yeah <laughs> <laughs> that also works with vegans and people who do crossfit so that's a, it's an interchangeable joke so texas <laughs> don't, mess it, don't mess i'm a vegetarian <laughs> all right i am not um, that's another story for that's that's another, another day. Story. Another day. Um, so uh, uh, Texas School puts in their booth a live lo- Texas Longhorn steer. The convention's in Texas, Texas School. This is yeah. their big... This and When imaging's in Texas, Texas shows up to represent. Sure. Absolutely. So, they got, so the line was across the whole trade show is, floor to get your picture taken with this live... You get to, you get to sit
1: on the bull. Yeah. You get, and, yeah. And, and I want to make sure our listeners understand, I want you to imagine the biggest bull you've ever seen... And then go twice that size. Yeah, it's I'm a not kidding you. Yes, I'm not kidding you. The horns had a good five to six foot. Right. Easily now, now to Easily. be now
0: to be fair for all of you freaking out about animal rights and stuff. This is a professional company that works with these animals and they've worked with them for forty years and they were actually using I think four or five different maybe four different bowls right. that they were rotating out. They give only a certain amount of time. It so was like, like
1: working in the costume at Disney World. You get twenty yeah, minutes like, as Mickey Mouse and then you go underground. And they bring out another. Like Mickey the Mouse. people who they work go. with the animals
0: from this company love these animals. Right. You know, it's not. You know, they're like this is. They're not like uh, these are not being exploited no. and the thing is not it's, being mistreated. So big, literally, you put someone
1: on his back. I don't think he knows you're there. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm just in it it the, the biggest, of a was the, breeze, the biggest you
0: know? thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh. yeah, huge. And so, at some point in the trade show, uh, this is again, this is this is some of this is hearsay, but it's becoming one of these stories. It's game that's, of telephone. That's a game of telephone. And so, somebody surprised the animal from behind and it bucked the person that was on it. And apparently, two people got injured.
1: Right. And mm-hmm. so
0: this is again this is all like fifth person information. I was not there. I know people that were there, but this is basically what happened. The real truth Something happened. The animal got a little spooked. Yeah, I heard three people were killed and there was a fire. Right. like This is how it's getting now. It's like, did you hear that a bull tore apart the entire train show? And like, no, that's not what happened. I, I, I heard that the uh,
1: brisket at the closing party tonight is actually yeah. a bull. Excellent. Yeah.
0: Excellent. They, they, they had a drone with a machine gun yeah. fly over and shoot it in the They head. put him down right in the middle of the yeah, train show. Yeah, they really show. did. That and bull looked they, tasty, too. They cut I'm his head lie. off. <laughs> Don Dixon bathed himself in the blood <laughs> of the steer. Like, it was... Aah! No, but it was like okay, it was unfortunate, tragic event. But every time I hear unfortunately somebody unfortunately funny, <laughs> every time I hear somebody talking about it since it's happened, after time the story is getting yes. worse, oh absolutely, and worse yeah. and worse. And so let's just say they probably are probably this is probably never going to be an issue right. again because. But someone gave me a really interesting perspective on what happened. They said, "Well, Texas school has this reputation for being kind of wild and crazy, and it's a big to do." Said for a little while. While whatever's going to happen with this event happens, like in 10 years from now, it's going to be legendary. Yes, oh, it will be it's legendary. going to add to the legend of Texas yeah. school, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so, like, people be like, Yeah, one time they got a bull in their trade show booth and it killed a bunch of people. <laughs> that's right. And then it's going to be like, I- I'm freaking going to Texas school. Go you see know? That's right. So, you know, that's why we have insurance, we have professional animal handlers. Everything's going to be fine. But... I think it's
1: great because I went the first day and I saw the bull. Yeah. And then that night I heard there was a problem. And so then the next day I go, and there's, like, two people dressed up as cowboys in front of a fence. Get your picture taken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's so sad. Eating hamburgers. Yeah, it's, it's so sad because you're, like, you're, before it was,
1: like, a big bull, a big lion, now it's, like, two bored people in, in hats, you know, chewing on a piece of straw.
0: Picture? You want a picture?
1: No. <laughs> you want a picture with me? I'm like,
0: where's the line? Yeah, so, I, and Ellie and Julie were over there in the trade show. They hung out by there talking to some friends for, like, a half an hour, Man. You know? And so, you know, it's just... As a matter of
1: fact, that's why I ran into Juliet, the trade show, was right there. i
0: right got to be honest, way. every time you get 11,000 people together for an event, let me tell you the logistics of it. Somebody's There's going to be a medical emergency. Day one, there was With, an ambulance uh, pulling somebody out. Right, that yeah, it somebody has, said, like, yeah. you, whether it's a county fair, or whether it's a convention, or whether no or whether it's New Year's Eve on Times time Square, no matter what happens, when you put 10,000 people the likelihood of someone having a medical emergency at some point it's almost a, it's almost well, it's, you know, like you
1: can what is it you can't put 60 people in a room without two of them having the same
0: birthday i mean there's it's, it's, right. it's yeah, exactly happen. i mean so like you know it's it, it, an event of this size some something is going to happen there's going to be someone's going to go into labor someone's going to fall down the escalator so you know what i mean yeah, so, so, so like and and these things there are insurances gonna, yeah. and systems yeah. in place somebody's so, going to get arrested
1: yeah. with two tranny prostitutes in their it's room, room and have to <laughs> bail themselves out <laughs> at 5 o'clock in the morning they explain <laughs> to their
0: wife that they really weren't <laughs> Okay, well, I'm, <laughs> no, that was just you. That no, doesn't no. happen all the Maybe time. Doesn't That's all right. it. Maybe doesn't <laughs> so, happen to me. All of it, I think it's been a stellar event. I've been really having a fun time, and I've yeah. seen some really. We have some instructors that we've never had before, and we've seen some really, really cool education. And The feedback's really positive, so I'm enjoying being here. This is like our big event of the year. It's like a big family reunion for us. Like after you've Absolutely. come a few times. You can't, like, if you go with with you or with Alan, like, you can't walk across the trade show floor without being stopped. Oh, I made the mistake of of
1: walking out of the trade show and walking down that long hallway at the same time that the keynote was letting out. Everyone was coming in the opposite direction, and it took me a half hour to get out of the convention center. Because I couldn't take two steps without being stopped by somebody. And um, I told the guy today it was his first convention. Mm -hmm. And I was like, go to the bars, go to the parties introduce yourself to people and meet people. Meet go people. this year. I said, go this next year. And by the third year, when you come to this convention, it will be like a family reunion mm-hmm. for you. Yeah,
0: That's the thing. It's like people come to something like this, and it's so big and overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But the more you do it, the smaller it seems. Mm-hmm. You know. But if you just come and you stay in your room and you go to a class and you have dinner and then you go back to your room like... Mm-hmm. You're not getting anything out no. of it. like no, you have to go to the events, all. you have to do the stuff, go to the parties, go to even if it seems stupid or lame to you for whatever. just go and get in the mix and you have such a they had like a, a mixed martial artists like fighting outside of the opening night party. Lit up and letting people take pictures of the fighters pummeling on each other. It was really kind of like, always do something cool like that, you know? So, like, it's always something neat going on. The White House party was absolutely slammed. It was great. It was pretty, it was a Howl at the Moon. So, it was like a live bam, the dueling pianos and stuff. It was (laughs) pretty cool. Here's
1: what I thought was interesting about that party, though, was that White House, uh, they don't brand at all. The party? You're at the party.
0: There's no sign that you're at a party being paid for. Right. Every year right. at the convention, with the exception, every once in a while, if there's not a venue that's able to be rent? they'll rent out an entire bar, and for three or four hours, they basically, it's all the food you can eat, all the booze or whatever you want to drink, and anybody can come. You don't have to be a client, and mm-hmm. it's a big event. happens every year at Imaging, and I'm sure they do it at WPPI, too, but it's... Um, it's awesome and it's like they just giving back and say hey we're White House but there's no like banners up say, but thanks White House for all the booze there's like it's not mm-hmm. branded at all which is you know I would have my name on the cocktail napkins if it my mind absolutely I'd
1: be stopping the band every three songs to give away some prizes I, you know yeah but you know I, mean, I, I just you know it's a conscious decision but I also wonder you know is it because we've seen this in the last five or six years with the millennials, that guerrilla marketing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember seeing a thing where like they were introducing a new car, and so they would sponsor some basketball thing, and they would just have that car sitting off to the side somewhere, but there'd be no branding, there'd be no names of the new car, no nothing, because they don't want to be pushed at, pushed at, pushed at. They want right. to just kind of discover it's a, it. There's a generational
0: it difference in marketing. Yeah. We've even seen car dealerships have changed the way they're selling cars. All the big corporate car dealerships, yeah. they've gone off commission sales for a lot of them and they just do like a flat dollar amount like you sell a car you get a $150 bonus Damn. and the sales sales team are all working together to meet a quota and if the dealership as a whole beats their quota then everybody makes more money but it's like the, it's like the, they're going more and more like no haggle pricing and no commission sales and cuz mm-hmm. they're trying to get rid of that like Listen, stigma I, of I bought
1: my I bought my last two cars at CarMax because I'm all about no haggle pricing. I don't care if I'm paying maybe I'm paying $200 more than I could have
0: haggled you down. The, I, the pain of the haggle, I don't want to know. I the worst. No, just tell me what it costs and let me pay. Well, it, you know, that's the thing. I think I had this conversation about pricing with somebody about retail when you sell something and you go shopping at Kohl's or something and you're like, "Ooh, this is all 30% off." <laughs> it's so arbitrary like yes. It's, they put all they have to do is put a, a way too high originally priced right. at and then you get 30 they wanted to sell it at the thirty percent off price anyway, but you feel like you're getting a deal a right. few years back, remember Kmart or what was it was it was, was JC Penny. JC Penny went to nothing no sales right everything mm-hmm. is just the lowest price it can possibly be, no matter what no sales, no nothing and they tanked, they rebranded they did and they, like people want it they want they, they want to be feel like they, they're getting feel like over. they get a the deal.
1: Yeah. But, well, uh, the perfect example is in Florida. We have uh, no sales tax day, right? Where uh, one day a year before school, uh, all the stores sell, and you don't pay sales tax for back to school. Right. So, and you'll go to like Coles on no sales tax day, and it's jammed, right? You can't get in the parking lot. They're saving seven and a half percent, right? Man. Meanwhile, last week I was at Coles. And everything in the store was 50% off. (laughs) (laughs) And it was a ghost town.
0: Yeah. And the crazy thing is sales tax is something that the store doesn't keep. They have to pay it to the state. Or the right. county or whatever. Right. You know, but I like, just think it's funny that for some reason... It's not even sales tax day. Everyone, oh, oh, I wanna, it's 7.5%, dude. If you went
1: to a sale and everything was 7.5% off, you'd be like, this is well, crazy." Or you could just <laughs> buy it on Amazon and just yeah. get the lowest price. But for some reason, price. everyone yeah, yeah, thinks yeah. that's a great sale. I mean, no, like, no it's not 7.5%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on.
0: Yeah. All right, got to wrap this thing. Yeah, I guess I guess we should because we're going to go hit the trade show. Maybe I'll yeah. buy a camera. Oh, yeah, I know you're thinking about buying camera. I think I'm going to buy a drone like this year. Maybe not here today, but I am going to buy a drone. I, man, I'm on the fence about it because it's one of those where I'm like, oh, buying a drone. Am I a guy
1: who shoots 70 weddings on the beach, dude? Yeah. Well, if right? I get... I mean, but my problem is, but my problem is, I, I have to get low to get the horizon down for the beautiful sunsets and stuff. Right. So if I use a drone for beach wedding photography, how good is that above shot,
0: big wide shot of, of with all the, you know, I mean, is that really a good shot for... for for you? Maybe not for me. I have commercial clients, and I have clients that I've worked with for years. And that I do certain things for them, and it's drones are so pervasive that people will start asking for them. Absolutely. And if one of my clients comes to me and goes, "Who I've been working for for years," is like, "Are you doing drone stuff? Because we would like some aerial of this property or whatever." And I go, "No, we're not really doing that. That's I it. could. That's for a thousand bucks. I can get a really kick-ass drone." Right. And it's investing in keeping clients that I already have. Now, don't get me
1: wrong. If I'm shooting a wedding video, oh. I've got a drone already. Oh, absolutely. For sure. I, I, shot a, I shot a wedding in Houston, and I saw the video. And it opened with an aerial shot coming in over the golf course right to where they got married. And right. I was like, that's the coolest thing yeah. I've ever seen yeah, absolutely. in my life. Absolutely. It was like a movie. You know, So if you're doing video, bam, you've got to go drone. But I'm not sure with what I do that the investment's going to really pay itself. The if it's if itself
0: all down. I ever get from buying the drone and getting certified to fly it and use it in my business, if all that happens is I get to keep the clients I already have, it was worth the investment. Well, my part of my thing though is uh, is I'm
1: afraid to get a drone because I'm afraid I'll like it too much and now I become a drone guy and next uh, thing you yeah. know, I'll spend all my personal <laughs> yeah. money on I want a, a bigger drone, drone, drone. Stuff, yeah. and I want
0: to go fly the drone on Sunday. Yeah, you, if you go to the drone zone here at Imaging or anywhere else that sells drones, it's not a whole It's not all kinds of folks. It's right. just a bunch of dudes in their 50s that are really geeked out about drones. Right. That's the same guys that used a to It's very be. specific. It group. is. It's <laughs> not all kinds of folks. No. It is not. No, there's not like a. So, all right, let's the wrap it young, up. The young, cool, hip people are not hanging around with their ironic mustaches hanging around the drone booth. It's not <laughs> happening. No, they're doing karaoke 15 miles away from a convention. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of which, I'm going to go hang out by the drone booth. We all right, do you need before. to add anything? Coming yes, up. coming up, Al is um, one of the executive director uh, management team for Photo Pro Expo, which is happening in kentucky man yes sir what are the dates yes at? sir uh that's from january 26th through the 30th in covington kentucky and i'm judging and speaking at the event and it's gonna be really fun it's gonna be a lot, of, be a lot of great speakers be a lot well there's some bad ones but some good ones it's gonna be okay it'll be fine I'm name but them i'll themselves. be there but i'll be there <laughs> and then also coming up first week of february i will be at wppi i'm judging i'm not teaching a class or anything but you happen to be there and you see me give me a high five and say where's boo ray because that's what everybody asks me
1: yeah sure <laughs> Ray? people think we room together <laughs> <laughs> and, and as we' established earlier, there's no way in hell anybody wants to room with you no no
0: you that's not, not if you paid me hey, I go in the lobby that's what I tried to that's tell fine. you
1: actually actually I got to tell you knowing that now I would room with you if we were going somewhere and you were like. Oh, you know, we're rooming together. I'm like Okay, but it's the same rules. The Hughes family <laughs> same rules, rules. Hughes family apply. rules still apply. Right, right. If you're rooming with R- me. Road rules
0: apply, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, uh, let's wrap this thing up. You can find us online at photobombpodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com. That's where the magic happens is on the Facebook Photobomb Podcast. Please uh, join us on Facebook. You can find me online at boost at com. You can find Gary at Hughes at figurety.com. Yes, indeed. Al. You can find us at bankyphoto.com. Spell banky. B e h n k e. All right, that wraps it up, and we will see you back here again next week. See you later.